Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys, it's Sally here with Serviced Accommodation Secrets. Good to see you. And this time I'm really excited because just recently I launched my online elite mastermind for service accommodation because I've been helping lots of people with my podcast, well that's my aim at least, and so I'm working with some awesome people and it's great to be actually helping people individually, Um, but as I say we'll be in a mastermind as well um, as time moves forward, so just really uh, excited about that and people making good progress already and I have a whatsapp group as well that you're welcome to join if you're new to SA or want some guidance too. So let's get started with this week's live and also a podcast. Hi Stanford, hi Carl, good to see you. This time it's all about Uh, really getting started and getting those bookings and really moving forward with that because that's what I've had a lot of questions about in my group recently in the community and there's some people who started a little while ago and some people who are literally still learning and wanting to know how to get that first property so I thought I'd start out with some of the things that would really help Uh, in a planning stage and some things that will help once you're actually up and running uh, in terms of getting those bookings and thinking about marketing and all of those things. So let's start out with the first thing, getting started. Now I have spoken before about your vision and what you want to achieve which takes you into your mission of how you're going to achieve that and therefore you arrive at goals. So really think about that and put it into a business plan in the beginning. And one really good structure for a business plan is actually from the Prince's Trust. And they have sections about all of your uh, reasons, so your vision for your business, but then all the nuts and bolts and the numbers in there. So really make sure you've got that nailed. Don't just randomly think, oh yeah, I want to do service accommodation because it sounds great, they're really good uh, returns. I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing? Uh, So, basically, get that in order because then you know the numbers you're looking for. So you're going to know when you start doing due diligence and researching areas to do service accommodation, Um, target markets and types of properties whether it's houses or apartments you're going to know whether the numbers actually meet your need Um, and knowing before you go and having that plan the universe kind of drags you towards it whereas if you kind of start in chaos you stay in chaos and you don't really have a direction so really get that business plan sorted out and do the due diligence as I said but really you'll be thinking how do I get these properties anyway so one thing to really remember at the moment with all of the issues that uh, landlords are starting to have with um, section 24 um, how 
you know, it's not actually all that efficient for them to have buy-to-lets. There are different problems with changes that have happened. Um, agents can't charge tenants fees anymore. Um, so lots of things are shifting in the property market. And you may well find that there'll be landlords who really will value your help once they actually understand what you're doing. So really think about yourself as a problem solver and coming from a place of serving them and helping them because you know they want to make their properties work but they may be landlords who've had their portfolio for a long time they may be fed up with having to look after properties maintenance tenant issues maybe they've had um, properties trashed maybe they've had tenants who didn't pay the rent so they've had to evict them. Um, I know people in our community who've had their properties completely smashed up. And so compared with an SA operator who has to keep a property in A1 awesome condition, you know, that's like, well, there's a no-brainer, isn't it? They're going to choose somebody who can do that. So as long as you can articulate the benefits such as that, um, that SA brings to them as a property owner, you can literally manage it for them. Guaranteed rent is always a really big incentive for a, a landlord to take you on board when you're new as well. So management they might consider, but they might want a track record before you actually just become a um, service accommodation management company perhaps. But it depends if you're experienced in other areas of property or you have transferable skills that people think, okay, well that that's fine then you know you could go straight into that but really you know you're keeping this property amazingly you're really monitoring who's going in and out you're going to make sure you've got um terms and conditions so you really do manage the risk of things like parties just really figure out what it is that's great about what you're offering and there are many points that are much better even than a six month tenancy agreement that you know the landlord might get his place back and it needs completely refurbishing or the tenant might have stopped paying like two months in these kind of things and so whether you're doing it through an agent so never cut out the agent or direct to a landlord just think about all those benefits and go out to networking events go to landlords groups you know the national landlords um, association all the different places chat to people get in your local whatsapp group facebook pages all those kind of things and you'll get to know uh, people who are landlords and they're thinking of maybe getting rid of their properties you may even be able to get lease option agreements if they want to get rid of them slowly so that's really getting started in a nutshell and so the next thing is getting booking so the thing is, that's the holy grail, isn't it? So we've been operating a couple of years now and we've had um, quite a crazy week this week. It's completely full. And I don't know, two or three weeks ago, we had this issue where we had too many bookings for our properties, but we weren't able to get a hold of some of the people booking. So we couldn't pass them on to anybody else. So it was just full on this week. We've got lots of um i think they're all actually corporate guests we've got staying 
but some are from overseas and uh, some are working at a local company or training as well, that kind of thing. And so we had one of those weeks where we could have sold it several, several times over almost, although, as I said, there wasn't enough to give out to our community, which is something that you can do when you're really busy and that means you can help each other. Um, so you get weeks like that and we've got um, a regular guest from one of the corporate agent who's come back another time because he's really happy staying with us and so it sometimes it's just really busy like that but don't rest on your laurels and some of the new guys were saying you know I had this booking that was supposed to be a month and now they're leaving early um, so there are a few things that you can do in terms of your operations side. Um, so make it really easy for guests to book. Make your whole process seamless so guests know what's going on. And, you know, it's nice and straightforward. They don't have hassles. They don't have to keep phoning you. They don't have millions of questions because you haven't told them anything. Make that easy and then they're more likely to stay and come back to you. You know, they, you might be able to renew them the following week. And also, if somebody does book for the month um, and they terminate early, you can make sure that you've got a cancellation period. And if they you know, don't let you know soon enough, you still have to charge them and they have to appreciate that because it may be too late for you to get more bookings. So we have a 14-day um, cancellation period. So people can um, cancel within that. Uh, sorry, before that, but not within that. So within that, they, they pay the full rate. And if they're staying longer and, you know, they decide they need to leave early, again, they'd have to pay for the next 14 days, but then not after that. And I have seen some things in the community where companies have done direct bookings with people and then changed at the last minute. So you really need to get it pinned down with them in advance of any guest's arrival, any agreement of terms ahead of time and when you're going to be paid. Because if, say, for example, somebody says, oh, you'll be paid weekly, but they've booked out your apartment for two months and then you know, they don't arrive for the second week or they don't pay you, you know, you're in trouble. So you need to make sure you've got those operational things and your rates really pinned down. Um, but the next thing is really to think about how you uh, market your property. So I'm working with um, various people, but um, one guy who's really experienced in um, service department marketing and he is um, going to have the Saba event on Monday in London. So if you're around on Monday evening next week, 16th, um, there are lots of corporate agencies going to be there. And that's a great place to go. So that's Richard's event. And I'll put a comment after this so that you know what it is. and can go to that. Hi, Ali. Good to see you. And what you can do is just find out what people need when you go there, you know, how you can help them, that kind of thing. Um, some corporate agents want you to have more property. So if you've got one, then, you know, you kind of gradually build on that um, so that you have those connections once you do have more properties. Uh, so that networking is a great thing to do anyway. So if you're property or business networking, so you might have property developers who want to hold their apartments and don't want to necessarily let them out on ASTs. They'll get to know you at property events. And so that's a way of getting 
the actual properties but also there might be people with companies at business networking chamber of commerce events or even at property events as well who know uh, companies and people who want to have longer term bookings or Monday to Friday bookings and then you can fill the weekends with leisure guests so we get quite a lot of Monday to Fridays and then you know we might get a random last minute booking or Airbnb bookings for weekends but you know, if your rates are, are fine, you don't have to be 100% occupied. Obviously, you want to be as occupied as possible, but only at the right rate because your overheads can eat into it if you have too many cleans to do and everything. Hi, Krish. Good to see you. Hope you're really well. So networking generally, so that's you personally out there. Just tell people what you do and look at you know how you can solve their problems. So if there's a company they might be using hotels it could be costing them a fortune in separate rooms for people so you know you maybe can fit four people in a two-bed apartment so that's what we had with some um, professionals who'd come from spain for the week so because we have zip link beds and it's a nice big apartment they were fine in the two-bed apartment and they're really happy so that kind of thing can work really well um so make sure you know, some people don't like zip links, you have to have quite a lot of linen, but honestly, it's really brought us a lot more business because we have that scope to have colleagues and, um, you know, people who are partners as well, or just singles who want a nice big bed, which is always good. So <clears throat> those kind of things are really good uh, key aspects to make your property a bit more flexible so that you can help guests and figure out what they need because they may be there for an event so find out what events they're on in terms of business or leisure as well I mean we do obviously have leisure guests but corporate is definitely the way to go I would say ah and it's funny Tandy's just um appeared hiya I hope you're well um because in our group um uh, she was asking about, you know, phoning companies, getting company bookings and actually went and did what I suggested and rang some businesses and got quite a lot of interest. So anybody who's using hotels can find that their um, their workers would be unhappy for a start because they're in the four walls of a hotel room, get fed up with um, going out to eat all the time. Whereas if they're in a service department, it saves on the rate because you know you don't need an apartment per person unless some corporates do want a one bed but you know they can do their own cooking they can use a washing machine much happier workforce and might be camaraderie you might have a serviced accommodation house and you have a whole team together particularly contractors people like that that can work really well um in Crawley you know Karen has had pilots and people like that all together so that can work brilliantly and save the company money but bring you revenue so any company that uses hotels you're a great alternative to um, also I've mentioned before estate agents go to them as well because people ask them they also have emergencies and things that occur and um, you know they need to make sure that uh, their tenants are housed there might be a burst pipe or something that needs fixing there's all sorts of stuff can go on in properties as you all know and also thinking about um, your moving forward what you can do is a bit more 
uh, actual marketing and, and get a company on board or, or use a VA for things like digital marketing. But you can use your social media. So right now, if you've got a property that you're um, renting out a service accommodation, whether it's an apartment or a house, you could write a post for a Facebook group that's to do with SA. So like ours is service accommodation secrets group. There's things like Jason Living, service accommodation um, UK. And you could put some content in there about, you know, how you set it up, ask people what they think, what your challenges were, um, get opinions and put the photo in there and put it onto their pages. You could do a bit more of a professional kind of semi-promotional thing on LinkedIn on your profile. So say these are the amazing apartments I have or we have and they're really near the station. They're near all these amazing amenities whatever it is in your area right next to the NEC whatever it is um, and you know rave about all the benefits of staying there have some amazing pictures and start using the social media platforms Instagram as well because that's so visual and just get your business known through you on those social media platforms you can also have a business um, Instagram as well and obviously LinkedIn you can start connecting with people who are in business in your area uh, and you might have business groups like we are in Gatwick Diamond Business there's different chamber of commerce groups so we have Surrey and Sussex and then there's a Gatwick and Crawley so it's like which one do you join but we've been in Gatwick and Crawley one but thinking of moving to a, a slightly bigger one because you get slightly bigger companies so a bit more interest there I've been to quite a few of their events as well. You can go to taster events and get to know some really interesting people and, and find out what they need as well. So the more people know about you and your business, you'll get organic kind of referrals. So, and, you know, if people know about you, then if somebody says, oh, I really need to stay in your location, somebody might say, oh, well, it's brilliant because Tandy's there um, in Glasgow. So it'd be fab. And uh, so word of mouth will come about because you're using all these platforms. And obviously, if you get good reviews and people have good experiences, they're going to um, help you with that. And moving forward, have a combination of things. So number three really is moving forward. Have your systems in place that help you so you don't have a really, really busy job that takes 24-7 because hospitality can be extremely busy and things can go wrong in properties anytime. Um, so, you know, make sure you've got something sorted out. Um, outsource when you can, if you can. So we recruited a VA, as I've mentioned before, and that, you know, is awesome. That was a game changer, really, because there's so many bits of admin, no matter how much you automate things. Um, but once you've automated and systemized, you know, anybody can do that for you. So as you grow, your VA can train your next VA or you might have a local property manager uh, and a team, a, a supervisor, housekeeper who you know, is in charge of your cleaning team. So think about those things and you can write down all of those roles on a chart and think about cost cutting and budgeting providing an awesome service so you can provide an identical thing 
for less money, even things like your annual insurance for your essays, then do it, you know. Don't um, just max out on your overheads because your overheads are pretty high. And really just don't rest on your laurels with it, really. I think um, I honestly have sort of reached a place of comfort at certain times and been really scared of what to do next. So the systems thing is really the thing, thing to do. Um, if you're a control freak, just let go. Um, and think about your guests and what they need. So you might be a bit shy and think, oh, I can't keep asking them to come back, but just do it because if they don't know that you're available, then they'll book somewhere else. Um, you can take on board things that Mark Simpson says. So Mark's brilliant. He has these really simple things you can do, like emailing guests or calling them up and saying, we have a referral scheme. If you know somebody who'd really like a break or if you know a colleague who works in your company and they're coming on a training, um, you'll get an incentive for recommending people. That kind of thing. Really nice, simple things. Um, getting those direct bookings. He's got all sorts of devices. So have a look at his site as well. Hospitality communities, Boostly. So none of it's really rocket science. It's just getting known and relaxing a bit about it because quite often you can get some quite last minute bookings. So I would say be ready for same day bookings because you don't want to miss out on somebody who didn't know they were going to stay until last minute or they're just not very organized. So they just think, I'll wait. Um, so we get quite a lot of last minute bookings for the gaps that we've had recently. And our supervisor said to me on Monday, I didn't know anyone was coming to stay on Friday in that particular apartment. It's like, no, they just booked and arrived same day. So have same day bookings, be prepared for those. And um, really just make sure you tell everyone what you're doing. And I'm, as I said, I'm really excited to be working with um, some of the guys who are here. It's so exciting. And we'll be going thoroughly into the planning um, how to really keep getting those bookings, marketing aspect and moving everything forward. And it can be a bit scary, but maybe turn that fear into excitement and, you know, think of all the opportunities that you're creating for people and the value you're giving people. And I will post the information about the Sabre event um, in this Facebook post so that you know about that. And that's a monthly event too. Okay, so that was all about getting started, getting bookings and moving forward. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care, guys. Sharing the secrets of success.